Welcome to Reading the Bible Together podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith. Today we are talking about Luke chapter 9. And my guest today is someone who played a role in why I'm at Faith Radio at all. He was my former boss when I was working with our sister station, KTIS. He is the director of community partnerships, and he is Rich Branham. Welcome, Rich. Welcome to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm so... Okay, so... I'm really excited to talk to you about Luke chapter 9 because you went to Israel and saw some of the actual places where this happened. I was. I was in Israel right when the pandemic was starting up, and it actually was just coming to a head uh, when we left here. And when we came back, we were the only ones in the airport because it had actually taken place, and we came back on March 15th of 2020. So it was, uh, it was a crazy time period, but when we were over there, most of the sites we got to see by ourselves. Well, and I remember you telling you were there with Dr. Wise from yeah, the University right. of Northwestern and how he, at our, where is it, where Jesus was born? Right. No, that, we were all over Israel, right? Yeah, but he went, it was like, the way that you told the story made it sound like he was a kid in a candy shop. Like right. he had never been those places where there were, like he could go in without a wait. Right. Yeah. The, the, there were, there was, by the time we were done with our trip, there was no tourism and this was his 13th trip and Michael and Kathy, there was their 13th trip and they were seeing up front some of the sites they'd never seen before because wow. the, of the masses that are normally there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw a firsthand view of things right up front. It was amazing. Oh, that's amazing. And so Let's dive right into this chapter and talk a little bit about what you saw when you were there. Yeah. Uh, the two things in chapter 9 that really stood out to me, first was the Jesus feeding the 5,000 uh, the five thousand men, because of the, the Bible talks about the men, and so there were obviously women and children. And I thought it was interesting that um, from the spot where we were standing looking down, it's rolling hills, rolling meadows. It's not really mountains, but it's not a flat area either. And certainly within walking distance is the Sea of Galilee. And so it was, it was interesting and uh, awe-inspiring to see the actual hills where Jesus was feeding people uh, and going through the process and seeing how close all of the different cities were to each other. That was the one thing in, in 9 that stood out. Um, and we can talk about that if you'd like. And the other thing that stood out to me was when uh, Moses and Elijah uh, uh, came to being uh, in 34, 35, 36, the transfiguration. Uh, I thought it was funny, even though, or not funny, but I thought it was interesting that even though the guys had been walking with Jesus mm-hmm. for a while now, they still didn't get it. They still needed proof. They still had God come in a cloud and say, straighten up, he's the guy, take care of yourself, <laughs> follow him, it's, yeah, this is the real deal. And, um, boy, it, it made me very introspective with my faith and uh, my following of Christ and what I am doing day to day. And, I, uh, you know, you try to be, I, I try to be a perfect Christian, and there's no perfect Christian. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was reassuring to see that the disciples that were walking with Jesus like at this time. Like in the flesh. Right. Walking that, with like him. he was right mm-hmm. there holding his hand, feeding him. They were feeding mm-hmm. each other, that, that type, washing each other's feet, those type, those type of things. They still continued to have doubts the whole way through. So a couple thousand years later, 
I'm working in Roseville. I'm a big dopey guy. Uh, I can I can have doubts, and it's realistic. And so, dig, doing a deep dive back into Luke that you're doing, which I really appreciate, uh, the Faith Radio is doing this, uh, just brings it back to. Uh, it's about faith. It's about seeing the unknown and understanding the unknown and trusting the unknown. I've heard people talk about when they were when they've been to Israel or after they've been there that the Bible is black and white. The stories are kind of black and white. Right. But then you go and you stand on the hill where Jesus fed the five thousand, and all of a sudden, all of that comes into Technicolor. Was right. that the, yes. the experience for yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like to be anti-establishment a little bit, and I didn't want to think that. I wanted mm. to have other feet, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, being on a boat on the Sea of Galilee, and I think, of, you know, you, I go into it thinking a sea, it's a gigantic, it's not, it's a big lake. Okay. Uh, you know, you can, for the most part, see the other shore. Uh, the towns, it's not like walking from Des Moines to Duluth or from Sioux Falls to Madison. It's like walking... You know, they're, they're miles apart, not hundreds of miles apart. Mm. And so there were little teeny tiny villages all along the lake, all along the Sea of Galilee. Uh, so, yes, it was definitely brought to life in that it's, it was very uh, obvious and tangible being there. So how did you see the story differently after having been there? Is there, you know, when you read it now, is there anything about the, him feeding the 5,000 that stands out to you? Having been on that spot, yeah, I think I think the the main part about, uh, well, you know, for in Luke nine they, they talk about he put him in groups of fifty, and so I just imagine these these small clans of people all across the the countryside, and there's groves uh, there's groves there right now, and and we couldn't figure out what they were growing there, and so there's sticks and there's um, coverings over it. Uh, today, where they're they're growing things, but it was it was interesting to think that there were these massive groups of people all along the hillside, mm-hmm. and we were right there. That's uh, it's not a, a Dr. Michael Wise talks about A sites, B sites, and C sites uh, when he gives tours in Israel, and the 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 C's are they think it's kind of there, but they're not sure. The B's are they're confident they're there, but they're not sure. And, and the A sites are this has been proven fact. It is biblically true that that's and this was an A site, and so just arriving there with the anticipation that this is an A site and that is the mountainside, that is the the Sea of Galilee and where the people walked to the water and walked back up and where he fed people. It's a very humbling experience. Oh, I can't. My One of my sisters has been there and same thing. It was the Sea of Galilee because that is the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> right, right, like there's, right, there's not right, another Sea of Galilee. Right, right. And so for her going on the sea and being there at its shores was the most impactful of all the places she visited yes. for that very reason that that, that is yeah. the actual sea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I got from, uh, from, from Luke 9 was uh, just the continuation of Jesus uh, opening himself up to the world mm-hmm. and talking about uh, who he was, again, in parables and telling stories, but you know, healing people and feeding people. And, and this is, the, this is in, in, my, in my mind, this is the core of uh, Jesus stepping out in the world and saying, I'm the guy, I am. And uh, so whether it's um, uh, the, the Moses and Elijah story or it's the feeding uh, of the people or uh, uh, predicting his own end, 
uh, predicting his own death, things like that. The whole, the just the overall picture is this is kind of who he is now. Yeah. In that feeding of the five thousand, something that I was as I was reading it this last time, I started to wonder if those five thousand people actually knew the miracle that was happening. Because, you know, they were told to sit down and sit down in these groups. And, you know, if you've been in a group of 5,000, like, it's hard right. to know what's happening right. everywhere. Right. But it feels like, or it seemed like to me, as I read it, that this was a a miracle that was for the disciples. And even at that, it had ended up with 12 baskets left over, right. like one right. for each of them. Right. Yeah, you think about going to a, a high school football game championship where there's thousands of people or to like a target center in the Twin Cities where there might be five or six or 8,000 people or something like that, or a baseball game with a whole, you know, if you're towards the back, you don't know what's going on up front. You don't right. know, especially when you get, you know, you're sending people up to get the hot dogs. You don't know where they're going for sure. And mm-hmm. what's, yes, I agree 100%. I, 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 when I read this through a couple of times, first I took the track of it was for everybody. And and then I thought, nope. And then I took the contrary, and it was it wasn't for everybody. It was just for the disciples, and that's where I landed. Is it was it was the ministry for the people that were right there. It was the couple of the uh, disciples that were saying, "What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. How are we going to feed <laughs> yeah. all these people yeah, with we got two a, fish and five right. loaves? We, we got a little bit here. What <laughs> what are you talking about?" And he's like, I'll, "You know, I eat him. I even I'll take I'll take care of it. it was just go feed them. What, mm-hmm. Just like move on. What are you What are you talking about?" And so yes, I think it was. I think it was a very, very um, mu- much like everything else that Jesus. It was very personal, mm-hmm. uh, and so it wasn't about the masses. It wasn't about number three hundred and fifteen in the back or four thousand nine hundred ninety nine. That was way off to the side of the mountain that we, or the hill that might not have even been seen what was going on. It was about those two or three disciples that were right there, and maybe that small group of people that were right up front. Right, I agree yeah. with you one hundred percent. Seeing what was happening. And the other question from the study guide was imagining that, and you touched on this a little bit, imagine being Peter, James, and John standing there at the transfiguration when Jesus is, I mean, the way that it describes it is that all of a sudden, um, as he was praying, the appearance of his face was transformed and his clothes became dazzling white. There have been so many times reading Luke where I was like, can you even imagine, can you even imagine witnessing Jesus in his glory. Yeah. Uh, again, I want to say yes, but being human and being sinful and being, like I said, <laughs> the big dopey guy, uh, it's hard to put that in words and thoughts. And, 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 I, and I know because it is going to be so magnificent and so beyond words, it's hard to imagine that. Yeah. It's hard to, a perspective of going, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I, 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 that's the faith part. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, but I don't get it. I do not understand it at all. Yeah, to imagine being the one standing right. there. Or right. like in Revelation where it talks about that we won't need the sun because right. the light will be from the Lamb, right. from right. from Christ right. himself. Right. That's amazing. Is there anything else that stood out to you in this chapter? Uh, no, you touched on it a little bit ago with the feeding of the 5,000, whether it was the disciples or for the whole group. Uh uh, I just thought again it was it it was Jesus's ministry and it was one person at a time, mm-hmm. whether it was the five thousand where it was just dealing with a couple of the disciples or it was healing someone, either just that one person or some witnesses to that healing. Jesus was taking the situation on and dealing with it one person at a time, and that reflects beautifully back to what 
this ministry is with Faith Radio. It's one listener at a time. It's one person at a time. It's one employee at a time in what we are dealing with and what everyone is dealing with. Yeah, and I like what you said too earlier about it being so personal, that yeah. that that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit are personal to us, that we can know them personally because of Jesus dying for us. Right. And I know for, for me coming to understand, like I knew a lot about God. I knew who he was. I knew who his son was, much like, you know, the president of the United States. You know who the president is. Right. You know who his kids are. But I don't know him personally. Right. And understanding that God is a personal God. And because of what Jesus did, we can know him personally mm-hmm. and come into relationship mm-hmm. with him. And he will reveal himself right. to us. Right. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. Thank you, Rich. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, thank you for joining us for Reading the Bible Together podcast, looking at Luke chapter 9. I hope you are subscribed to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss any episode. And we will see you next time for Luke chapter 10. The Reading the Bible Together podcast is a production of Faith Radio and Northwestern Media. Hosted, produced, and edited by Angela Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, Consider financially supporting Faith Radio. Find more information at myfaithradio.com.